Chill, what up? Chill. Yo, it's your boy, Young H, yo, in the building. <laughs> yo, what's poppin'? Yo, it's your man. It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Father Bucket Protocol, man. We're back in the building, baby. Yeah. Yo, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a good week. It was a good week. The, 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 the cold hit. Cold brick is, is here, son. It's officially, uh, it's no longer fall. It's winter in the Northeast and probably in the Midwest, too. It's, it's, a, it's a wee bit nippy. Shout out to everybody that, that follows. If this is your first time listening to the Father Monkey Pro, Program, the Father Monkey Protocol, welcome. Uh, strap in, relax, get comfy. If you're in your if you're in your car, then enjoy the trip, huh? If you're on the plane, you downloaded. Then uh, hopefully this will help you through some turbulence. If you're on the subway, smile at someone. Look at someone to your right or your left and, and smile at them, and, and, as to let them know it's gonna be okay, huh? It's gonna it's gonna be fine. Don't even, don't even worry about it, all right? Why are you speaking like Idris Elba suddenly, Dean? I don't know. Maybe because I um, saw this movie, Hundred uh, Streets. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, but shout out to DJ, DJ Driss. Because <laughs> Driss is a DJ too. Isn't everybody a DJ now? All right, let me bring it down a wee bit, man. Uh... Make sure if, if, if this is your first time and you don't um, support and follow, make sure you subscribe. You subscribe on the, on the SoundClouds or the iTunes. Make sure you follow all my social media at I am Dean Edwards. Because, well, if, if you don't know, now you know. You know very well who you are. Yo, if you're in, uh, if you're in, the, you know what? Let me give you a date right now. If you're in the tri-state this Thanksgiving weekend, y'all can check out me. Check out your man at uh, Eastville Comedy Club and Greenwich Village Comedy Club, both in the uh, village. One on the west side, one on the east side. This Friday and Saturday, Thanksgiving weekend. You got options, man. You got options. Um, if you happen to be in Norwegian uh, Escape. In mid mid December, you can catch me there uh, for two two long weeks. I'll be on that cruise for two long weeks, so you know what that means. Y'all probably ain't gonna hear from me, cause anyone that that listens to the podcast knows it's too much of a hassle and headache to uh to upload episodes from the Caribbean. I don't know what the deal is with the with the wife. I I have no idea how y'all watch internet porn in the Caribbean, because the Wi-Fi or at least on the island of uh, Nassau, Bahamas, is horrendous. Island-wide, so you hear me? I've been on the island and, and bounced around to different internet cafes, and everyone's like, sorry, brother, do you, do, why, am I, why did I decide to go with an African accent, a Nigerian accent? What, what actuality you want, you want to go with them, uh, with a more Caribbean flair, you understand? Yeah, man. Anyway, I'll be out there. And then, top of the year, myself and my boy Harris Stanton, we are going to be on on the hustle. We got a bunch of dates, so y'all make sure you strap in. We're going to be back on the road grinding because, well, you know, that's what we do. Uh, you can make, make sure, if you haven't already, that you check out my man Harris Stanton's album, Naive Innocence. It's on iTunes. Go ahead, check him out. Y'all, y'all can see why, or you can hear why I bring him on, on the road with me. Uh, you can hear why uh, he won't be able to be on the road with me much longer. I'm just playing. I'll bring Harris on the road as long as he wants to, but um, Harris makes me work, which is good. That's what I want. And you, and make, you know what? Go follow him. Go, you know what, y'all? Do me a favor. Go follow Harris on Instagram um, at Harris Stanton Comedy. Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, and then Stanton, S-T-A-N, as in Nancy, T-O-N, as in Nancy, comedy. Harris Stanton, comedy. Follow him and say and let him know the podcast is, 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 is giving him dap on his album. 
and then tell them, and then hashtag FYL. <laughs> and tell them I said so. <laughs> that's that's my brother right there. But um, yeah, make sure you uh, if you if you're in any of these cities, you can catch us in Denver, January fourth uh, through seventh at the Denver Improv. You can catch us in New York City right here in the tri-state area if you're in New York, if you're in Jersey, or if you're in Connecticut, or upstate New York. You know what I mean? Uh, not just the five boroughs. I'll, I'll take people from, from Westchester. I'll take people from uh, from further up, Orange County. If you don't want to wait till we come back to Levity Live, come down, uh, you know, January 12th and 13th. I own L- MLK Weekend, son. That's what I, his, that's what I do. I'm going to sound like Terrence Howard now, right now. Um, You know, make sure you go check out Dean. Uh, he's doing his thing at Gotham Comedy Club the second weekend in January. People can catch me. Uh, you know what? I'm actually, uh, I want to, I think I want to do the Breakfast Club again. I'm, I'm going to go on a full blast promotion. And then go on. I didn't do the Breakfast Club last time. I did it two times ago. So go back up there and scream at ye. Uh, uh, good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Peace, peace, peace. This <laughs> all got the peace. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, the donk today's donk of the day is Dean for doing an impression of me. <laughs> oh, and you know what? In the third weekend of uh January, we're in uh Rochester, New York at the Carlson. You can catch myself and Harris actually all three of those weekends uh, in Denver the first weekend, New York City the second weekend at Gotham Comedy Club, and the third weekend of January at the Carlson in um, in Rochester, New York. And then uh, you can catch me. I might. I'm seeing if I can bring Harris. Might bring Harris uh, if you're in Cleveland because people people in Cleveland been like, "Yo, when you coming back?" Because last time we sold a bunch of shows out, man. So y'all make sure you uh. If you out in Cleveland or you have some people out in Cleveland, tell them to come out. We're going to light that fire at the Cleveland Improv again, once again. Once again, we will do our thing at the Cleveland Improv. That's uh, February 15th through February 18th. Um, and we should, have, we should have a blast out there before I go back on another uh, at-sea gig. For a couple of weeks. So, yeah, uh, the top of the year is looking good. Which is really, for those that don't know, comics want what their calendars filled. You feel me? We want we want to see as little white as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I say white, I don't mean uh, people of color. I'm talking, looking at a calendar. Well, I'm not talking about Caucasian people, not people of color. But I'm not saying uh, white people. I don't want to see, I don't want to see just like no other comic, white comics don't want to see. You don't want to see a lot of blank, blinding blank space on your calendar. You want, you want colors. You want colors filling up the dates to let you know that you're working, to let you know that your, 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 your bills are paid, that you don't have to worry about your, uh, your, your phone getting cut off. Right. Cause we've all been there. Everybody that's listening, y'all have been there before we're, you you done forgot to to pay your phone bill and next thing you know you go to make a phone call and it hits you with da 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 uh you're not allowed to use that that uh feature on your phone ain't that bad a father mother you can't use a phone to make a phone call you can use it for for the internet but you can't use it for the phone service but here's the ill part but people can call you and then the next level is people can't call you <laughs> So so you send out a text but then it says um you're you're not allowed to use that feature. I've been there, man. Many a time. For every struggling comic cuz I I'm I'm learning more and more that new newer comics and not newer. And new doesn't mean like I discussed last week um on last week's episode I should say. Uh new doesn't necessarily mean that you just started. New just means um that you're newer to me. You could be you could be five years in and, and you're new because you're still learning. You're still feeling yourself. You're still finding your way, you know? Um, I say that with respect to any uh, any newer comedians, any newer artists that happen to listen to this uh, and, and check out what we do on the For the Monkey Protocol podcast because from what I understand, I got, I got um, a couple of cats reached out. I want to say a shout out. Shout out to my man, uh, Meldon's Comedy. 
uh, he he uh, he listens, and so I appreciate the love, famo. Um, listening to the, to the Father Mug podcast, tell a friend, tell tell other other newer cats. I'm not sure you've been out there for a second, though, right? Yeah, um, but you know I appreciate the love. On the on the gram, hit me and say, "Yep, me too." Very informative pod for us, New Jack. So I appreciate you listening. Uh, <clears throat> oh, and you know what? His was funny because sometimes I don't even catch the uh, catch the 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 comments on Instagram for like a week or two. Sometimes I'm just not on there. You know, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. And I didn't see a uh, shout out to my man Bobby J. He said, "I'm on it, man. I listen to all of them every week on flights." Bobby J. Stop showing off. Stop showing off that you're getting that road work. <laughs> <laughs> we, we big 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 up my man Bobby. Actually, uh, I reached out. You know what? Next time Harris and I come to uh, come to Kansas City, hopefully we can have you on the show. You should. I I'm saying I'm not gonna say the name of 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 uh the the lovely young lady that books the club, but I I reached out to her last week. So um, and I know you know her. So reach out to her and let her know that I said um, I'd love to have you on the uh, you know hosting that weekend if you if you're around I know you getting you getting that college paper you get, getting that NACA paper son <laughs> for those who don't know for those that are totally uninformed maybe this maybe you're so new that you don't even understand what's out there and available for you as a comic. To get some burn, not only get some burn, but get some get some paper, right? There is, and I've probably spoken about it before, but I'm gonna speak about it again because everybody everybody don't know, and so you gotta share the information. You gotta give back, right? NACA stands for National Association for Campus Activities, right? Technically, it should be NAFCA, but the four is always subtle. Like in acronyms, for and of, they never, poor F and O, they don't get the love they deserve. Anyway, um, what happens is, if, you're, if, you've, if you've ever been to college, attended college, or just visit, visited a college, um, you'll see a lot of posters up um, for activities and or events attempting to get your attention um, and get your presence usually. Uh, the, the what the what the NAFCA what the NAFCA. I'm I'm actually sitting here saying the the incorrect title for it, right? <laughs> the 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 NACA, the National Association for Cam- Campus Activities. They're they're an organiza- organization and they provide information and resources for campus activities programmers throughout the U.S. and Canada. I'm I'm reading the uh, description online. I didn't know that. Uh, I knew what it is. I I didn't know how to put it so eloquently, and so I cheated. But I'm fessing. I ain't cheat. I just gave y'all the, the proper information. Go go online, NACA.org, N-A-C-A.org, to get some more information. But what they do, they organize all of the schools. So it's almost like a hub, right? It's almost like this, this big umbrella. Somebody years ago said, you know what? Why don't we... Why don't we organize all of the uh, the colleges under one umbrella... And instead of the colleges having to search for talent um, or lecturers, um, and talent could be any, could en- that encompasses comedians, um, pop artists, bands, big name bands, big name comedians, um, magicians, jugglers, hypnotists, uh, people that give lectures on empowerment, on uh, you know college, uh, now especially with with sexual harassment and and uh, sexual misconduct being so prevalent in the in the conversation right now, um, you know you'll you'll probably see a spike. A- anyone that that actually is is on on the uh, college circuit discussing their either you know sexual harassment or or uh being on the receiving end of sexual misconduct or just teaching younger students because you want to hit the youth right i'm sure that anyone that that does that and is on the circuit right now they they're about to they are if not already they're about to sort of get a spike 
in um, in their bookings just because people want to know. And so now schools are, you know, with with the with the Greeks, um, the the what is it the 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 Greeks as far as the the letters, the sororities and, and fraternities that constantly have issues with with, uh, you know, sexual imp- impropriety. Is that correct? Improper behavior with regards to uh, men and male and female engagement with regards to sex and when no is no means no and so forth they they are probably you know student activities programmers are doing everything they can to inform their students so that their campus does not wind up part of the problem and and is offering some something to be part of the solution so anyway these organizations they organize the various talents I'll just call everyone talent. They organize the various uh, forms of talent. Um, there are agents and agencies out there that represent said talent, and they submit the talent. And then there's an organ. There, there is a group at the NACA that says, "Oh, you know what? They'd be good. They'd be good for uh, to come showcase." And they have they have multiple uh, showcases throughout the um, throughout the country. They do a national. They do a NACA National Convention, they do a NACA South, NACA Northeast, NACA Mid-Atlantic, um, you know, they, so they cover, they cover the, the country, right? And then all of the schools will converge on, say, a city for a week, or maybe for like a four-day four run, and hopefully if, you, if your agency gets you in, then you get to showcase for, you know, in the in the national, you may have hundreds of schools that will come out and check you out. And if you if you figure you do the math, if you have hundreds of schools attending, um, and if you if you if you perform in front of hundreds of schools on a, on a good showcase, right? Now here's the thing: a good showcase, boom! Like so, let me let me see when when the uh, tentative national convention is. If to see if it's uh if it's listed. Um, it's just saying the application deadline is, is Monday, the 27th of November. So if you, if you were submitting, if your agent, if you were submitting solo or you were, uh, submitting through your agent, um, just so you know, there's a fee cause somebody got to get paid. There's always, <laughs> y'all didn't, y'all didn't know that, did you? Some of y'all didn't. I know Bobby J did cause he getting that knack of money. <laughs> But everybody does it, so boom, yeah, you have to pay the showcase fee to confirm that there is a showcase. I don't know what the showcase fee is. When I did it, it was probably a couple of hundred dollars. And then because, Pete, I mean, that's that's what keeps the organization uh, up and running, right? Now, you figure if everybody that submits, just Pete, everybody that submits ain't going to make it. That money is non-refundable. Right, everybody is not getting their paperback. Nobody gets their paperback, but you hope that the reason for submitting is that you book. That's that's how they get you. That's how they they figure. You know what? If everybody say the show, say the uh, say the um, submission fee is, and is and this is probably low and. and Anyone that, uh, I mean, like I said, you can go to NACA.org to get all this information. But anyone, Bobby J, if you feel feel um, generous, generous up to do so because a lot of New Jacks listen, you can leave, the if you want to leave a comment on SoundCloud or on iTunes let, and let, let, these, uh, let the cats that don't know know what the uh, registration fee is. Roughly, because I might be undercutting it, I'm just do- using a round number, right? Let me say that five hundred. Say, say it's a five hundred dollar fee to uh, submit, just to submit for uh, for NACA, right? And say in in a weekend or in the week that it happens, let's say let's say two hundred acts, right? And I know these numbers are low, right? But say 200 acts uh, submit 
or or actually make it to the show. That's a hundred grand that that the organization made just off of the ones that made it. If two hundred acts perform, it's probably more. It is more because you have the main stage performances, then you have the smaller stage, you have the the coffee house performance, you have the roving performance. There's yo, there's a lot of money to be made at, um, if you if you do well at these showcases. Um, but that's the gamble. That's 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 the gamble. Do you believe in your talent? Huh? Do you believe you should be there? Did you did you do everything you could to make sure as as uh, a manager says that you're undeniable? Because that's what happens when you don't go someplace if you don't think you're ready, right? Don't just don't just submit, don't just have an don't reach out to a bunch of agencies that you know deep down you probably you could have done a, had a better set, you could have had a better recorded uh, tape, you know, or video, I should say, since they don't use tape anymore. Back in the days, which must have been a logistical nightmare because people used to have to send VHS tapes. And so I, w- I wonder what happened to all those tapes because I'm sure there, are, there are probably people that are big names now and their tape is sitting somewhere in somebody's, somebody's closet or basement there's, I guarantee you right now, somewhere in the world, there's a there's a closet or 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 a storage room that has videotapes of myself and Kev K Hart and 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 J B Smooth and Leslie Jones and and all these all these cats that are like doing their thing. D Ray Davis, you know, everybody that's the Corey Holcomb, cause we all went through it. Craig Robinson. I'm I'm actually just running through lists of people that I've done shows with over the years, done colleges with, you know, because um, because people people sometimes they throw them out, sometimes they you forget and they just sit in the bottom basement. So anyway, that's that's just the two hundred people that get to showcase. Figure they're another they're another say they're another three hundred say five hundred people submit. Right, say five hundred people submit, and there's this what five at a five hundred dollar fee. That's a quarter million dollars. And guess what? I know, I'm sure that the fee is higher than that, because I think I I showcased a few years ago and booked a couple of schools. And that's the justification is you know what I'm gonna spend this five hundred because all it takes is booking one one gig to cover the uh cover the cost. I think when I went, last time I went, I went um, with, uh, I remember my, my man Tone Bell was there. Uh, I was there. My, uh, what's her name? Justine. Ah, Justine Mitchell. It was a bunch of us and we were all hanging out and that's because that's what happens. You wind up showcasing and and you know everybody. And, and peep, everybody is, is vying for uh for the 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 rights the Justine Marino, right? Justine, myself, Tone Bell, we showcased, and Justine had she had a fire set. V. She had a dope, she had a real dope set. Um, you know, you keep in mind that one of the things that helps um is when you stand out. Obviously, standing out helps helps you pop even more. Like when I when I did the did the NACA. The first time I did it, awful. Quarter L. The only reason I booked one school, I got there and they they were like, um, and they wanted me. I was with with a um, uh, uh, an agency that my man Will Silvince had just done the showcase the year prior. He got a bunch of standing ovations and booked a gang of schools. And so next year I went and one school, uh, one of the schools, they were like, oh, we had Will. Are you as funny as Will? Oh, Will was so great. I hope you're as funny as Will. And I had an eh set that I went on a Saturday morning. It was on a Saturday morning. It was eh. I had, you know, it wasn't horrific. It wasn't horrendous. But I didn't do enough to really get booked solo. So when the school brought Will back, I wound up getting booked too. Because obviously the, the agency packaged it and said, hey, we'll give you Dean at a discount, and that's, that's the nature of the business, you know, but then I licked my wounds a year or two later, went back with a different agency, 
and booked uh, like 75 plus another 20 something. So I, I booked like 100 schools off of one showcase. And the, the, I had booked so many schools, they had to roll over. I booked for like the that that school year. So say that was uh, 2000. Yeah, it was, it was 2000. So I went February 2000. And from March 2000 until the following, until the end of the year, I was averaging 12, 13 schools. I'm going to say 11. I did at least 11 schools a month with the exception of June. June, I did the only two high schools that went to the NACA, Exeter Academy and some other place. I forgot. Um, but I was out and I burned myself out. I was tired, man. I was too exhausted. I told it on a previous episode. I was tired. And then the following, uh, that, that lasted until, say, November. And then December through May, I was probably averaging like five or six. I, I had my calendars. I, I'd have to check, but I had my calendars. Because I was happy that I finally had work, you know. And then, uh, and then I had those schools had to roll into the, that was from 2000, the 2000 to 2001 semesters. And then I had another bunch of schools that went from 2001 to 2002, but I had to cancel a bunch of them because I had just booked SNL. So that's how it can go from zero to 100, man. But that was also, at that time, I had been doing, I have been a comedian for, what, nine, eight, nine years. You know, found my rhythm, found what made me unique, you know, with the impressions. I had a unique look. I had a giant, ridiculous afro. And so I was saying with uh, Justine, she she's she's an attractive she's funny a funny first right funny and edgy enough without being too dirty because the schools don't like school what's funny is the schools say they don't want you dirty but the but the students want you dirty so you have to walk this fine line and justine did it so slick because she she gave him just enough sex appeal and and uh and edge without being dirty and, and killed. She crushed it, man, and uh, and wound up because I think I think we went with um we were at the same agency might have been. I think she was with Gersh under I think uh, agency KP, and um and yeah she 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 got booked up. I booked maybe a handful. I booked maybe five, but my quote was higher, so it still was all good. But I didn't have I had a I had a good set. I didn't have a great because I had gone I think maybe a year or two prior and I had a great set and I booked a bunch of schools and then this time I went and I had a good set, but that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. So um so yeah, man. Damn, there's a lot. There's a lot on the knacker, but hey, if if you are a newer comic, and and you know Sinbad, I, years ago I worked with him and he and he was one. Even though I already knew about it, he kind of told me he was like, yeah, man, that's that's a great place to go and uh. Not only get your weight up, uh, get your chops going, um, but also earn some earn some money. Because if you're working in uh, if you're working in New York City, and you are a working comic that works, say you work a handful of clubs, you can make okay money for for New York in comparison to other cities. But it's still it ain't it ain't it, it it's not consistent enough. You can't go work the same clubs every uh every weekend you know if you like for instance me like this past weekend i did stand up new york in the comic strip um and this approaching weekend i'm at uh eastville comedy club and greenwich village comedy club that that money ain't, ain't gonna sustain me for uh you know that can't sustain my my living situation but if you if you a single comedian out there in the hustle or maybe you have a bunch of roommates y'all living together and you got and you, and you have rent. That still ain't gonna cover your rent, but that might make it so you can go if you do that, and you have like you booked one college for the month. That's which is what I was doing for a couple of years. You know, I was it was I was broke. <laughs> I was broke, and we all were. But it keeps you humble. Ain't nothing wrong with being broke as long as you focusing on your dreams. Somebody told me recently they were like they have the audacity. To say that uh, what I do is a luxury. What this this comedy thing, not even comedy, just as an actor, is a luxury. 
you know, and there are peaks and valleys in, in what we do, but this ain't a luxury. This is hard work. Any artist out there that's listening, man, it's hard work. What you do, stay the course, girl. Stay the course, money. You know what I mean? If you out there, keep grinding. Keep, keep, because I've been there. I know what it's like. And you, and you got to say to yourself, yo, you know what? I, I, I have faith in myself, have faith in God, have faith in my talent. You know what? I, I started this journey. No one said it was going to be easy because it's not. This, this ain't nothing about this easy. You know, it's not a luxury, but but you're in it. You're in it. That's 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 half the battle, man. Once you once you can commit and say, you know what, I'm this is what I do. I am a comedian. I am an actor. I'm a dancer. I'm a singer. I'm a rapper. I'm a writer. I am I'm an artist. Keep in mind, keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my ish. Right. Once you commit to your artistry. And you earn a living. This is how I, I always look at it. I'm like, shoot, if I if I did my thing one time, like there was a time you set these hurdles, right? You set different hurdles. And at one point I was like, I just I wanna be funny enough that I'm I'm on a flyer, that I'm on a poster that uh that has a bunch of other comics that I know are funny and that I respect. Excuse me, are on those those posters. And then I remember I wound up I remember when I first First posters I was on, it was for, I have it somewhere, it was for a Christmas shows, myself, Talent, Will, might have been uh, Mike, Mike Yard, I remember I met uh, Pete Rock, it was up in, it was like in Spring Valley, it was a Christmas show, and I was on the fly, I was proud, I was happy, I was so happy, man, <laughs> I was happy, this had to be, it's like December 90, from like November to December 95, I saw my poster, Big Cheesy, Headshot with my big old grin. You couldn't tell me nothing, son. And I had just done Def Comedy Jam. Shout out to Tony Rock and Def Jam coming back. All Def, uh, all Def Comedy, which I think premieres uh, next month in, in December. Premieres in a couple weeks. Man, um, and shout out to my man Sidney Castillo. He's doing his thing. I know he did it. And, uh, and I think he just... Uh, did warm up some opened up for Marlon Wayans uh Netflix uh taping. I know I'm always proud of my friends, man. And 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 you know, big up to Marlon for doing his thing. But Sydney and I, that's I've I've known Sydney for a long time and I'm proud that he's doing his thing. And I told him, I said, yo, you know is what's a good look is that the the people from Netflix, they saw you do your thing ahead of Marlon. And I'm guessing Marlon taped, probably taped two shows. So that means they got to see Sydney twice. And so you got to look at it and say, all right, well, boom, that's an opportunity uh, for me to kill twice in front of network execs from Netflix. And they saw him. He said they liked him. They said he was funny. So I'm like, boom, next time when they go to tape their next session of half hours, because they do half hours now, Sydney's on their radar. Maybe, maybe they'll say, shoot, we want you to do an hour. You know, that's, that's a good look. And it, and it never hurt to be supportive of your friends, man. I'm supportive of my friends uh, and happy uh, when, 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 look, I shine, you shine, shine on some Smith & West tip. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, go, go, get your knacker on, the, 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 but, but make sure you're ready. You know, don't, don't jump the gun. If you're not ready, you know, and you need a little more, uh, Work, then get your get your work right, you know. Find out for see, do some research. Go online and look at other cats and see who's who's done what showcases. Um, see if it's even right for you. You know, you might be too, might be a little too blue, you know, or maybe you maybe you think you're too urban. But guess what? There are a lot of when I say urban black, but guess what? There are a lot of black student activities, uh, black student unions. Um, out there that want to book talent that is of color for, say, Black History Month. You know, um, I know my Black History Month always looked real good off of the NACA. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, I know it did. I look forward. I was always like, shoot, whatever I'm doing in January should be doubled in February because that's when everybody wants to, wants to book you and... Usually the black student unions will, will, will pair up with the normal student, with the regular student union, I should say, 
the the college-wide student union and see if they can um, do something for the entire college campus. But sometimes if the student activities doesn't step up, the BSU will say, well, you know what? We got you and we're going to bring in whomever to show that they're, that they're because there are people of talent that are of co- that are black that are of color you know um and so you i played them both i was like i'm i want i want i want all the money give give me all the money uh yes uh alex can i take all the money for 1200 thank you yeah i i used to i was like i got to get it in i want all the checks son and so i did so you too can but you gotta be smart about it man you gotta be smart about it. listen and, and find out what people uh what people are looking for. Check out see see what what comics that you know are in your lane, whatever your lane is, or in your lane and working that particular uh circuit. If you choose so to do so, maybe maybe you don't. And that's cool too. If you don't, then that makes that makes a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier to say, you know what? I, I'm not a college, I'm not a college, um, college comedian. I'm not a college performer. This ain't for me. That's fine. Everything is not for everybody, son, and that's fine. You have to, you have to know what's for you and what's not. I know what's for me, yeah, and so I know, you know what, I I want to hit as many people in the with this funny in the head as possible. So my comedy's taking me you know, to the colleges and taking me overseas and takes me right here to, to Apollo in Harlem, you know, Apollo Theater. So I like I like going universal just because that's what works for me. It may not work for everybody, but it works for me. Feel me? Feel me. Come with me. Hail Mary. Run quick see. I told y'all about the Janet Jackson concert last week, right? Um... I told y'all I was on the phone with these fools and they had they had given away my tickets or whatever. So I went to the concert. I had to get the I had to call I called Ticketmaster three days in a row. I called them again on on Tuesday because on Monday they said they were they were sending the uh, tickets. Tuesday they hadn't come. Said they were coming 20 minutes later. I had to call them again Wednesday morning. Um they had to they had to reset the email didn't go to somehow got screwed up and was sitting in drafts. Dude actually told me that at Ticketmaster. So he finally sent them. And then I did a comparison and turns out the tickets I had, not only were they better, they were more expensive than the tickets that they wound up giving me because they sold they gave away my seats and sold my seats. So they they're refunding me for tickets I bought nearly three years ago, as they should. Got to the show. Would you know? Th- th- listen, don't give people seats if they can't see the the performer unless the performer comes and walks over and talks to that side because that's where they had me. They had me in, in the Barclays Center, section two seventeen, and and you could not if someone stood up. You the concert was was not happening for you unless you stood up too. So I stood up most of the night. Um... And and they had two small small screens uh, with Janet's uh, image playing through, so it was just, it was hard to see. What I could see is it, it was fun. You realize Janet has a lot of hits. Janet got a lot of hits, dude. Um, and she even did like a five song encore. And the reason I know that is because I went online when she when she ended. I. Uh, I went online and saw that it said uh, she does the encore set list. So I was like, "Oh, okay." And there's actually a website. <laughs> there's actually a website called I think uh, setlist.com. Was it setlist? Mm. Setlist.com.fm.fm. Yeah, set setlist.fm. I don't know what FM stands for, but. It, you can go on there and see your favorite artists, what songs they're going to be playing um, when when you go to see them. Look, Eminem, I just found out Eminem. I was talking about Eminem last week as far as uh, as far as far um, touring and still selling out like arenas. 
um, stadiums, I should say. And look, Eminem, I didn't know he was going to be on uh, SNL last weekend. That's that's pretty cool. With uh, I thought here's what's funny. I saw Chance the rapper was hosting, so I just knew Chance was was host hosting and doing a song. Who knew that M was gonna be on there doing "Walk on Water, Stand and Love the Way You Lie"? Good for you, Marshall. Good for you. Good for you, Marshall. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, she. It was. It was a. Was it a great concert? What I. What I will say, I enjoyed about Janice's concert was that it was. Uh, it was very bare and stripped down. I think her dancers. Some of them were like social media. Uh, popular dancers that she brought on tour. They had one one girl, big girl, from uh, from the New York area. She killed it. Uh, and I also, in doing research, found out that a lot of the dancers from her tour actually put on like dance workshops in in the cities that they're going on the road to. So that's pretty cool that they can earn a little extra money. And Janet doesn't have a problem with them going to do so. Good, good for you, Janet. Um, do we need? Well, you know what? I'll hold that for later. Uh, well, I'll just put this out there. Do y'all think we need a Gwen Stefani Christmas album? Cause Gwen does. It's available on iTunes right now. No, I'm just <laughs> no, I saw that on the news. And I was like, well, okay, I guess everybody does a Christmas. Remember the DMX Christmas album? We wish you a Merry Christmas. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> that would be stupid if they did. <laughs> they do a future. <laughs> this is the Chris. Future does Christmas albums. That's just dumb. Okay, I'm sorry. They can't all be winners. I could have stuck with it, but I bailed. Had a really good conversation with two two uh, two comics, which I respect, appreciate, and love. Uh, DC Benny and Yamanika Sanders. Is it Sanders or Saunders? We saw. I got so much love for her. I just messed up her name. What is wrong with me? What is wrong? We had. We, yeah, we had. Uh, we were just talking the industry, and and and. Uh, you know, it's funny. DC and I, we both were at Gotham Comedy Club last uh, Thursday night, and. As we, I, I was like, yo, I know he lives in, in the BK. I was headed home. So we rode together. And as we walk out of Gotham, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm a little congested. As we walk out of Gotham, I um, I see these two dudes like, oh, yeah, like singing. It's kind of weird. But they're singing and they're looking up at their hand. And I'm like, oh, someone's recording some. Then I realized... I bet you, I said to myself, I bet you they're recording something for their Instagram or their social meds. Sure enough. You know who it was? It was dude, um, Rem, Rennie, Rennie, Remy or Remy, I think it's Remy. Is it R-E-N-N? Yeah, I think it's Rennie, R-E-N-N-Y. Uh, actually, people think that Godfrey's his son because he and Godfrey do a couple of sketches um, have done a bunch of sketches where he play, where he plays Godfrey's son on there. This that's what he does, and so uh, yeah, it was one one of the dudes recording was uh was him, which I thought was uh thought was funny. That was pretty funny, uh, and we and I actually gave him dab. I told him I said you know what I I seen a bunch of the social media comedians not really feeling a lot a lot of them because a lot of them do this derivative off offshoot of existing people's material which i don't really have respect for um you know god bless you but come on man if somebody if somebody somebody already did something on their comedy special or just if they just did five minutes and it's online or you saw them on in person or online that don't mean you got to go do an act that doesn't mean you should go do an act out and straight jack their style steal what they do and that's what people out here doing. So I don't co-sign it. I co-sign originality. I got love for anybody that's doing something original. But I got nothing for uh, for any of these cats that are out here cheating. That's cheating to me. Um, you know, so that's that's all I got to say about that. Um, 
but yeah, it was uh, it was good talking to uh, to DC and, and uh, to Yamanika, who who had just I guess she had just done something recently. It's funny because sometimes in this industry you gotta check your ego at the door and you get booked on gigs with people who are more popular, who have more fame. But when it comes to comedy clubs, stand-up comedy, you come in that, you come in that cipher, you're gonna get this work, son. And especially if you close, if you closing after me and you have the same amount of time as me. I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure people remember me. Now, granted, I've said before, if you're if you're opening for someone, it's different. If, if like, like I'm, you know, opening for Chappelle, opening for Key and Peele, you know, where I'm doing 15, 20 minutes and they're doing an hour, that's different because people came out specifically to see them and they did three times more time on stage than you did. That's different. But if I'm doing 15 and you doing 15, leg out. Let's see. Let's go, son. Let's see who going to bring it, son. That's what I said. Quiet, man. Quiet, quiet. Quiet, man. Quiet. So a really good uh, couple of movies uh, this weekend. You know, I'm still reading Trevor Noah's book. Not because it's not good. It's actually hilarious. It's actually entertaining. But I keep forgetting. That's the problem. That's the difference between Kindle on your phone, Amazon's Kindle on your phone versus carrying an actual book. Right? Because I have... I started reading this book. I think it was a, a birthday gift. Right? It was. It's called Born a Crime. And I've been... I've been just edging... Every time I get on the train, like I'm on page 188... It's only uh, it's like two hundred something pages, so I have less than a hundred pages to go. But I also I'm enjoying it so much. I don't want to. I don't want it to end. You ever do that? You're eating something, then you realize you're almost finished. So now you go from just scarfing it down to slowing down and just enjoying it, savor the flavor. I'm reading the book, but I'm licking my fingers as I do it because it's so good. It's so it's so del- it's so delicious. It's so delicious. That's what it is. It's delicious. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw, well, you know, this raises a bigger, bigger, um, question I wanted to ask y'all, or tell y'all, or state to y'all, what are you doing to get out of your comfort zone, son? Huh? What are you doing? Let me say it again. What are you doing? What are you doing to get out of your comfort zone? Sometimes the, the muscle ain't gonna grow if you don't put some pressure on, on, on the, on the muscle. You know what I mean, you can exercise the muscle, but exercise means you gotta stimulate it. You know, you gotta do the push-ups for your chest to get bigger. You gotta do bench press and, and dumbbell presses and and flies to work your chest. You know, so my wife she wanted me to watch this movie this weekend. I was reluctant. It's called uh, One Hundred Streets, and it was a British movie. So I was like, ah, ah. I don't know. I got to deal with accents for another two hours. I live with one. Yo, turned out, actually enjoyed the movie. Enjoyed the movie. You know what it reminded me of? Because it was one of those, it was, dare I say, um, an anthology of sorts where you had these these intersecting or interwoven... uh, stories that uh characters that were all um you know just missing each other or or some of them overlapped each other's you know but all of their lives were sort of associated with one another and um yeah i i I actually enjoyed that uh it's called a hundred streets so netflix and then uh then yesterday we watched uh mudbound mudbound um Star, you know who stars in it? Mary J. Blige, son. Mary, Mary, you remind me. Carrie Mulligan, Garrett Hedlund. Um, cat I met uh, on a couple of auditions, and he knew my name. So Rob Morgan, you you might know Rob Morgan from uh, Daredevil, and uh, 
and Luke Cage. He's a character. He's actually been. He's starting to get get hot. He plays Hap Jackson. Uh, the uh, money that played Easy E. Jason Mitchell from uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, it was a strong cast, man. Um, I guess it's based on a book. And just to give you a uh, an idea of what it's about, two men return home from World War II to work on a farm in rural Mississippi, where they struggle to deal with racism and adjusting to life. After the war. Good movie, man. Enjoyed it. Well written. I enjoyed the writing. It was very poetic. Uh, and I, I honestly think Mary J. Blige, she's going to get nominated probably for a Golden Globe and maybe an Oscar, depending on how how Oscar feels. But I know she's... she's I know that the company behind it, Netflix or whomever, behind this film is campaigning for her to get uh some some nods. And I think they would be deserved. She she uh Mary always had had powerful eyes where you could see the pain in her eyes, see her pain through her eyes, I should say. And she she does a um she does a great job, a brilliant job portraying the matriarch of the um the Negro family. Working on the farm. And I think Rob Morgan did too. Um, actually, it was just a great cast. I enjoyed uh, the dude J- Jason Mitchell playing a, uh, a a black soldier that returns or a Negro soldier that returns. I'm, I'm going based on the, uh, the, the historical, what we were called historically during that era. It was either Negroes or niggas, you know. Uh, it was, no, it wasn't colored yet. I think this was... The, the early 40s. And so, um, or was it was it colored and then Negro? Interesting question, which I'll do research on afterwards. But anyway, the brother returned from the war and over over there in uh in Belgium, they they were he was a hero and, and had access to uh had access to white women. Let me watch how I say that. By that I mean he people people dated him he could date a white woman out in public and it wasn't uh taboo they didn't have the same race problem that we have here in this country at that time and so he could yeah he could go and bleh, with a white girl right <laughs> and then to be have to return home after defending his country and protecting the 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 uh justice and liberty of this country only to get told that he has to enter a restaurant or a store through the back entrance an interesting dynamic uh dealing with that dichotomy and and showing how he had to he and his family had to deal with that and he and pride how no matter how much pride you had you had to sort of kowtow to white folks back then it's it's interesting interesting movie and I wasn't sometimes watching movies like that are, are hard to do because you're like, man, I don't feel like seeing us, you know, in this uh, in that position. But I, I enjoyed the movie enough, especially at the end. I was like, OK, all right. The movie was good. <laughs> it had me on the fence, but I was like, no, nah, it was pretty, pretty good. Pretty good movie. Pretty good movie. I, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I will say fun movie. Great performances, acting clinic. And, and lastly, I will be going to see Denzel Washington's movie. Uh, haven't seen um, Saw Thor, Thor Ragnarok well, whilst I was in Albany. Haven't seen Justice League, but I'm hearing from from comics, uh, Donnell, Don from, from uh, Harris to Dante, Keith Robinson, they all said it was good, so I'm going to have to check it out. Um this week, I just realized I'm uh, I'm not gonna be here for Star Wars. I'm gonna be at sea. I don't know how to feel about that. See if I can maybe one of the port days. If I can, uh, when we port in Miami for for a couple of hours, go see it and then uh, get back on the ship. We'll see. I don't know, but we we shall see. Maybe maybe not because I I got back on the ship one time late, and uh, they were a wee bit perturbed. <laughs> to say the least. Do we even feel like talking about Lena Dunham? What do y'all think? Y'all want to? So, 
Lena Dunham, Dunham, Lena Dunham, Lena Dunham, she did it again. (laughs) And so Lena Dunham, she, uh, long story short, a writer, producer, um, on her show Girls, her critically acclaimed show Girls, um, she wound up, uh, a writer on her show is accused by actually Harold Perrineau's daughter, Aurora Perrineau, is accused of, uh, of rape. And so Lena Dunham, um, you know, they, they had words to, to support their colleague. They, they, not only did they have words, I mean, they wrote this long, what seemed to be well thought out, uh, um, letter condemning rape, but then saying, you know, 3% of, of, um, of rapes are committed by, um, no, three, three percent of these rapes are not committed. And they said that their friend happens to be in that 3%, unfortunately, with no evidence, with, with no, no evidence at all. Um, but she supported and also condemned, uh, the, the accuser. Meanwhile, obviously, not only Twitter, not only black Twitter, but just Twitter in general, they, uh, they, they went in on your girl. Yo, son, they went hard at shorty, man. You hear me? They went hard in the paint on her and, and, uh, and accused her, uh, one, one person that, uh, actually went to school with her and, and is a writer accused her of hipster racism. It was, uh. I'm not going to read, I'm not going to read some of the, you know what I will read? The tweets, here was, when things like this happen, it's actually very, uh, it's funny. It's funny in that the way people re- respond to, um, to them and the way people clap back, I should say. But they went in and she said, I believe in a lot of things. This is her words in her tweet. I believe in a lot of things, but the first tenet of my politics is to hold up the people who have held me up, who have filled my world with love. And so when I tell you that 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 the Twitters were not uh were not having it, I, I I'm going to I'm going to just pull up and no, this is not this is not part of the solution, huh at all. But it is funny. It, it's funny because it's not happening to me. You know, I want because I know someone out there is like, well, that's not right. Dude. Oh, no, it's, it's not right. But it's not right for someone to to jump the optics of it. That's the first thing that that um, hit me was the optics of someone who had a hit show who that I, I didn't necessarily watch the show, but I have some friends who did and who are fans of the show. And so I'm sorry this is happening to someone that you are a fan of their work, but you she, she, her her rush to jump into defense of her friend by way of uh, of casting down the uh, possibility that her friend's accuser could be telling the truth, and her friend's accuser happens to be of color. Optics just uh just just were bad, man. It was bad. And so look, one look and we know you lie about what you eat. Looks like a a video works for false rape rape charges. Security video outside nightclub clears USC student of rape. Um there are two ghosts at the Belasco, the woman in blue. Now that's old. That one's old. I want to see the, the Lena Lena Dunn. Oh, you know what's funny? I'm reading the wrong. This is not Lena, Lena, not Lena Deanham, Lena Dunham. Ha ha. That's hilarious. You're reading the wrong. Look, these people, people just going. I have never liked Lena Dunham from her show to the way she sexualized Odell Beckham Jr. I said it before. Some white women are not our allies. Someone, uh, after being a loyal fan of both her show and writings for nearly six years and getting endless hate for it, I'm finally publicly retracting my support of Lena Dunham. 
I wasn't sure whether to cite her racism or hypocrisy here, but this article covers both. A writer for Lena Dunham's feminist mag quits accusing her of hipster and accuses her of uh, hipster racism. Y'all can do the research on it. I just think that it, I thought it was interesting. thought it was funny. I thought, and speaking to the bigger issue, look, man, uh, as I think Sarah Silverman said with regards to Louis C.K., or the question she, she brought up is, um, can we still love someone when they've done something bad? And the answer is yes. And isn't that a tenet of, of Christianity to, uh, to forgive someone? That's not to say you don't, you don't tell them they, they need, they have a problem. They need help. But, uh, Lena Dunham, you could have, you could have defended your friend. Like if I, if I'm, if I'm in her shoes, which I'm not and don't want to be. If I'm in shoes where I have to defend, because I have had to defend friends of mine when they've done things that are not well received, you know, and you want to make a public address about it, then the the, the proper way to public, publicly address it is to is to say in so many words, listen, you know what? I'm not sure of all the facts, and I hope these facts aren't true. Um, and if they are, let justice be served. But in the meantime, I, I have to stand by my friend and support them and hope that these allegations are not true. And if they are true, do my best to make sure that, uh, my friend faces justice and also gets whatever help that they need. There's a, and that's just me coming up with it on the spot. You actually wrote a long, you and another producer on your show wrote a long, long thought out uh, uh, story uh, or retort and got a bunch of backlash on Twitter from everyone. Not just not just black women, not just not just people of color, just uh, some of everybody, some of some some of everybody. I actually I. Uh, I saw, you know who, um, actually I saw somebody, Harry, yeah, Harry Kondabaloo, I've never known how to say his name, Harry Kondabaloo, right, did I say that correctly? So Harry, Harry, uh, I think, Kondabaloo, Bolu, 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 look, I'm looking up his Twitter because he said something that I thought was uh, prolific um, without, without, without condemning her based on any, when I say her, I mean Lena Dunham. He didn't condemn her uh, based on who she was or him not liking her and not, not, uh, he, he said something, shoot, it was, it's, is it might it might be too far down and I don't feel like uh I don't feel like scrolling back three days to read to read this thing. Y'all go to Harry Kundabaloo's uh Twitter feed, but in so many words, he's he said what I'm saying. You can you can defend someone, you can you can support your friend without defending their whatever wretched action they are accused of. And I thought for, you know, for what it's worth, I thought that he did a, uh, he did a great job. This is, look, and he's, look, here, here they go. Um, the first tenet of my, this is in regards to hers. I'll just read these, then we're going to wrap this up. She said, I believe in a lot of things, but the first tenet of my politics is to hold up the people who have held me up, who have filled my world with love, which sounds, that even sounds like just biased. It's like, yeah, they showed you love. So what? And so he responded with the first tenet of my politics is to work to end oppression of all kinds and help create a just and equitable world for all people. Also, I do not want my friendships and other relationships to have any impact on the truth and my search for truth. Justice should not be driven by self. This is the essence of nepotism and cronyism and favoritism. The world should not be divided into my clique, quote, my clique and everyone else. This is not high school. I avoid talking about 
Lena Dunham because life is too short. Well said. However, to deny an alleged sexual assault publicly, regardless of what insider info, which is in quotes, you have, is careless and selfish. If your friend is innocent, that will be proven. Your public statement hurts survivors. Also, as a man, I generally feel weird critiquing the feminism of specific women, but Lena Dunham has gone beyond feminism. She has just articulated a shockingly privileged worldview and seems oblivious to the power she wields. Well said, Harry. I can't pronounce the name, but I'm trying. Kondabalu. 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 Harry Kondabalu. That's all. You just got to practice it. That's all. And I always and I just did a show with him. So that's even more embarrassing that I, I'm not saying his name uh, properly. I just know Harry. All right? uh, I just learned DC Betty said that uh, God bless the dead. Uncle Jimmy Mack, uh, who passed in the uh, Tracy Morgan uh, car, uh, you know, uh, Walmart truck accident. Uncle Jimmy named this. I'll give you all this tidbit information. Name DC. Which, when I have DC on, I'll have him tell the story more more eloquently than I can. But in so many words, Jimmy Mack couldn't say uh, DC's really na- real name, which was Ben, uh, I don't know, Wachowski or something. And he's like, hey, man, well, wh- 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 I can't say that. Uh, where are you from? He's D- DC was like, DC. He said, DC Benny, that's your name. <laughs> ah, that's funny. So, Harry... You Harry me, son. Harry K. That's how I go by. Because I'm lazy. Hey, man. Uh, this went longer than I expected, but I hope y'all got some information out of it, man. As always, uh, get at me. Let me know if you're enjoying it. Uh, I will say, I'm going to say a big... Uh, look, I'm going to say thank you. Um, both to, to, uh, to Bobby J. To Bobby J. And to uh, Melvin, man. Because... I, man, I ain't going front. I didn't know if I was going to do an episode. I said, I said I probably will, but you know when you find out that people people dig on it and you you have some information, even if only a handful of y'all uh, listen, uh, you know it makes me feel good that somebody uh, that this information can help somebody. I like sharing the information, man. All right, so um, I am Dean Edwards on all social media. Star Wars will be out soon. Ha <laughs> ha. Did I mention? Yeah, I did mention all my dates in Cleveland in February. Uh, and, and Kansas City, hopefully, um, for them. Bobby J, get at get at me and uh, get at uh, you know who. And uh, hopefully myself, Harris, and you will rock out late January, early February. And you don't have to go on the road for it. Alright, <laughs> son. Yo, all love. It's your man, Dean Edwards. I'll scream at y'all next time, baby. Y'all be safe out there and take care of yourselves. Each other, all right? Please.